All right. Hey, uh, Fritzberger and bloodandfaith.com. It's President's Day 2023. I've begun to read out loud uh, much of the Scripture. I did some of the Minor Prophets earlier today, and that will be posted. Probably not all of it will go to my uh, podcasting account, but some of it will. Um, but there's a recurring theme throughout the Prophets that I'm reading, and that's a theme of war. And when God sends judgment, He sends war and famine, and pestilence. And the day of the Lord is a day of judgment. People say, oh, it's the day of the Lord. It's a, Jesus is coming back and everything's going to be better. And the scriptures talk about the day of the Lord being a day of almighty judgment. Not a, not a happy day, not a happy moment, not, not a time of, of peace and restoration, but of judgment. And if you go through and you start reading through the, the prophets, all of the prophets, minor prophets are fun because they're, they're short. And the minor prophets are fun because they speak not just of Israel and Judah, but of all the nations. Uh, the other prophets do as well. But sometimes it's, it's fun to get in and read a book and, and, and get it done. But there's recurring themes. And in all the prophets, everything that every prophet have said they speak in terms of obedience or disobedience to the Ten Commandments and how other nations treat the children of God, the people of God. Who are the people of God? Those in Jesus Christ. Make no mistake. Anybody else claiming to the people of God that reject Jesus Christ are frauds. They're frauds. If there's a people out there who claim to be the people of God, if there's Christians out there pointing to people saying that's the people of God and that people rejects Jesus Christ, they're both frauds. They're both liars. Jesus Christ was worshipped by Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses. All of them worship Jesus Christ. And you have a, if you have a people that rejects Jesus Christ, they're not God's people. They're not God's people. There's a group of people out there, and again, I know, I know, Fritz, we're sick and tired of hearing you talk about the Jews. I got it. Ask me why I can't help it. I don't know why I can't help it. Do you think I want to talk about this all the time? I guess, I guess it's a message that has to be heard. I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this fight. This fight chose me. This is what the Almighty put in my heart to talk about. And I'll never forget when it started. If it, it started when I, I noticed the utter hatred towards the white race. Oh, you can't talk about that either, Fritz, because now you're being racist. And I'm like, there's something wrong, folks. There's something wrong. The hatred toward the white race is not a matter of an academic opinion. It's a deep-seated, visceral, demonic hatred couched in academic words. Oh, it's critical race theory. It's just not. No, it's hatred towards the white race. Here's what critical race theory is. It, it was invented by a bunch of Jews, for starters, called the Frankfurt School, and the School of Social Work back in Frankfurt, Germany in the 1920s and 1930s. A bunch of Jews. And they came up with theory. They said, well, we're going to call it critical theory. What's critical theory? Well, we've got to figure out who the oppressed people are, then we have to hammer away at the oppressors. Well, who are the oppressed people going to be? Well, it ain't going to be the whites. Very convenient that the Jews found, it, found a good enemy. Let's hammer the whites. So critical theory emerges out of a group of quote-unquote Jewish, people that call themselves Jewish scholars, 
men that reject Jesus Christ. They invented critical theory, which said, figure out who the oppressors are and who the oppressed are and hammer away at the oppressors. Well, you can't have any oppressor other than the white people. You can't. You can't. Who else is it going to be? You're going to call some tribe in Africa the oppressors and hammer away at them? No, you're not. You're not going to do that. Is it going to be the Jews? No, because the Jews invented this theory. It's not going to be themselves. It's going to be any non-right race? No, it's not. Is it going to be the Han Chinese? No. Is it going to be the Imperial Japanese? No. It's only used against the white race. Okay? It's a hatred towards whites. And then critical race theory is simply more refined element of that critical theory. Figure out who the oppressors are. Well, it's always going to be and only going to be the white people. Why are we the oppressors? Well, because we're white. Really, when you get right down to it, because we're white. And, and it's a hatred, an illogical, demonic hatred against the white race initiated by the Frankfurt School, which was 90% Jewish, And that's, that's where it comes from. And so I'm, I'm not willing to stand by and, and, and let this be a pass because somebody's going to call me a racist or anti-Semitic. Not willing to do that. If you're a white man, you can't either. Oh, you're, now you're getting racist, Fritz. You're talking about white men. And, and my, 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 what I'm trying to say is, y'all bow down to these rules that Satan has set up and the synagogue that Satan set up, and I'm going, why? It's not in the Scriptures. It's not in the Holy Scriptures. It's not in the Holy Scriptures to do what they said. It's not in the Holy Scriptures to uh, not be racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, queerphobic, intolerant, divisive, or anti-Semitic. Scriptures don't say that. Those are the traditions of men. And you're bound and you're trapped and you'll never get away from it unless you write those words down on a piece of toilet paper and, and use and dispose of them properly. They're garbage words that have got you trapped in this guilt. And did not Jesus Christ say, hey, hey, man, if you believe in me, you have forgiveness of sins. Not that you sin in the first place by being racist or homophobic. And I've always said, and I'll keep saying this, all those terms, they're, they're, term, they're, they're, they're cudgels of guilt and shame to subdue the white race. And number two, they're accusations against Jesus Christ. When you use those terms, ultimately, they're accusations against Jesus Christ. Well, I don't want to be sexist. Okay. Well, what you're doing is you're calling Jesus Christ sexist because he didn't appoint a single female as one of his 12 apostles. Oh, well, that was way back then. The Word of God is eternal. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the eternal one. His character doesn't change. He appointed males. Straight males as his apostles. He didn't appoint any females. Oh, that's misogynist. Fine. It's not a bad term then, because that's what my master and king is like. This is how you have to approach this stuff. Well, I don't want to be anti-Semitic. Fine. Do you want to be like Jesus Christ? Oh, yes, because he loves everybody. It's like people. Come on now. He looks at the teachers of the Talmud. He says, how, you hypocrites, how will you escape the sentence of hell? These are the people that taught the Talmud, which is what Judaism is. Judaism is not the Torah. Judaism is not Moses' books. Jesus Christ was very clear. If you believed in Moses, you would have believed in me. You don't believe in Moses, you Talmud people, you Pharisees. 
You cling to your traditions, your man-made traditions that you invented whole cloth. You claim they came from Moses by oral traditions, but they're not the written Word of God. Matthew chapter 15. He looks at the Jews. In John chapter 8, I, I can't, I, look, I didn't write this stuff. Verse 31, it says the Jews. Verse 57, it says the Jews. Right in between, John 8, 44, he says, You are of your father, the devil. Oh, you're taking that out of context, Fritz. Okay, fine. Revelation 2, 9. Jesus Christ says in the red, I know the slander of those who call themselves Jews, but lie and are of the synagogue of Satan. Revelation 3, 9. Talks the same thing. Those who call themselves Jews and are not, but lie and are of the synagogue of Satan. Says it twice. Verifies it. Confirms it. Twice in a row. Boom. Here's the bottom line. Here's the end of the story. You want to know the, the, the answer to the JQ? Ask Jesus Christ. Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9. If you can't stomach this, if you're ashamed of the words of Jesus Christ, then I guess you're a good Judeo-Christian. Make no mistake. The Jews want to convert the Christians into Judeo-Christians. They're open about it. I've referred many times to that article in Jerusalem Post where you have Jews working with their quote-unquote Christian brothers to turn people away from the Holy Scriptures, to reinterpret the Holy Scriptures by their traditions. They're open about it. They say it. You don't have to guess. They said, oh, the great thing that we have as Jews is we have our interpretation, our oral traditions to interpret the written word any way we want to. They, they say that August, August of 2019, I can't remember the day, maybe the 5th. Google it up, anti-Semitism in the New Testament, jpost.com, jerusalempost.com. And then you look at Paul, who was a Jew, repented of being a Jew. And he wrote down, he said, look, the Jews, he said, they're the enemies of all mankind. They're the enemies of all mankind, he says in 1 Thessalonians 2.15. Fritz, how come, you can, how come you keep talking about the Jews? Because this is what the Bible talks about, and the church won't listen. And those that call themselves Jews, they're not Jews. They're the synagogue of Satan. They've sworn an oath to Satan. And they got their book called the Talmud, which is full of evil. It's evil. You don't hear much about it. You don't, you don't find a Talmud laying around in the Marriott Hotel, do you? Wonder why. You got a Bible in there. You got the Book of Mormon in there. There ain't no Talmud in there. You, and you're never going to find it in there because people read it. They're going to be horrified. They're going, oh, my God. These people are wicked people. And they are. I don't know how many genders they have, but it's all open. And you see these these. People out there saying abortion is a, is, is a Jewish value. Well, they're right. It is. They worship Moloch, human sacrifice of babies to Moloch, to Satan himself. They're the synagogue of Satan, according to Jesus Christ. Don't make me prove it to you. Jesus Christ said it. it, 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 it and now you've got these Noahide laws. You've heard about the Noahide laws, right? Oh, these are the seven laws of God that apply to everybody. I read them this morning. I was like, they just make this, they make it up. They make it up. And then they convinced Congress several years ago to acknowledge it and, and saying these are good things. A couple things right up front. <laughs> Their law number one, 
will forbid and punish the worship of Jesus Christ because they don't acknowledge Jesus Christ as being God in the flesh. So you can only worship God. Well, they, de they deny Jesus Christ. That's why they're the Antichrist. He who denies the Father and the Son is a liar, and this is the Antichrist. He who denies that the Christ has already come in the flesh, this is the Antichrist. Law number one, you, can't, you only worship God. Well, they worship Satan. They're the sin God of Satan. According to Jesus Christ, why do you argue with me about it? Why are you arguing with me about it? Why are you trying to justify it? Why not go to Jesus Christ and say, Jesus, you're wrong. Go tell Jesus Christ he's wrong. Go tell Jesus Christ that he's, he's anti-Semitic because of Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. Go tell Jesus, you're, you're, you're insane and have a demon. Oh, gee, that's what the Jews said to Jesus Christ. Hello. Fall out on one side or the other, but I'm, I'm done trying to please y'all. I'm done trying to please y'all. What a fool's errand. The Christians out there trying to make the synagogue of Satan happy. What a fool's errand that is. James 4.4 4 speaks about you. Why are you trying to be friends with the world? Don't you know when you're friends with the world, you make yourself at enmity with God Almighty? You have these, all these, these Judeo-Christians out there, oh, you know, and they bow down and they grovel before those who call themselves Jews. But they're not, and they're of the synagogue of Satan. Oh, that's anti-Semitic. No, that's Jesus Christ. That's Jesus Christ. When the church gets this, we're going to set ourselves free. We're going to set the European man free. Oh, you're racist. You, you, you love the European man. Yes, I do. I love white people. I love white people. I love the European people. Guess what? Paul loved his own race as well. So did Moses. So did Jesus Christ. The fifth commandment says you love your own race. It says love your own race. Honor your father and mother. Well, that's racist. Fine. Then be racist. Embrace it. Don't run from it. Don't bow down to Satan's laws. Good God. You're more afraid of Satan and his rules than you are of Jesus Christ and his rules. It's because you're a Judeo-Christian, not a Christian. I came out of this too. I'm not any better than the next guy, okay? I keep reminding you that because I'm reminding myself of that. I ain't any better than anybody else. It took me a long time to figure this stuff out. And now, baby, I got my voice. Not going to shut me up. Well, you're, you're a misogynist because you don't think women should be in charge of the family. You're right. I don't think women should be in charge of the family. And guess who else doesn't? Jesus Christ doesn't either. The male is the head of the household, period. End of story. All lineage is patrilineal. goes through the male. Jesus Christ is the head of the church. The church is his bride. He's the male. The church, figuratively speaking, is not. And the bride of Christ submits to Christ. The male is the head of the household. Well, I think that's misogynist and sexist. I don't care. Write those words down on a piece of paper and use it appropriately. If you're a Christian, well, I'm a woman and I just think, I don't, I don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Y'all are, are so doggone careful about not offending the Antichrist, not offending the people that reject Jesus Christ and the Holy Scriptures. More cared about that than, than, than you are about offending Jesus Christ and being ashamed of his word. Jesus Christ said, hey, if you're ashamed of me, and my words, and my words. I'll be ashamed of you when I show up with the Father's holy angels. So put that in your little pipe and smoke it. I know. I'm being mean. I apologize. I shouldn't say that. These are the things we've got to deal with in the church. Big, big problems, big problem in the evangelical church. They've gone the way of the Jews. The evangelical church is going the way of the Jews as fast as they can because they love the Jews, 
the people that call themselves Jews, and they're not real Jews, they're of the synagogue, they're liars, they're of the synagogue of Satan, and they meet every description of the Antichrist because they reject the Father and the Son, and they deny that the Messiah has already come in the flesh. 1 John 2, 22. 2 John 7, 2 John 11. And when the Christians, the Judeo-Christians out there, and, and they make nice to them, and, oh, we're brothers, you know, we, you just haven't figured... You know what? Second John verse eleven says, "When you do that, you put your own hand to do evil." Oh, Fritz, you're just anti-Semitic. You got a problem with the Jews? I'm loyal to Jesus Christ, unapologetically loyal to Jesus Christ and His words and what He said. I didn't choose this theme. I didn't choose this theme. Here, I was going to talk about the minor prophets in war, which I have to remind you, the war's here. The war's growing. The war's here, and it's going to affect us here in America. It's already affecting us here in America. There's a war against the white race, a demonic evil spirit from Satan himself against the white race. And who puts it into effect? It's his own synagogue. It's his hands and feet in this world. It's the people that call themselves Jews but are not, but are liars. Oh, you sound like Hitler. No, no, I don't sound like Hitler. I sound like Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus Christ said. This is what his word says. Oh, but I don't. I'm ashamed of having somebody call me be like a Hitler, and that's going to hurt my feelings, and I'll lose my job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what did you sign up for? A morality club, a singing group, a, a, a drum beating contest on Sunday morning? We've got those those speakers turned up so loud, and they're banging those drums away, and you just going to cover your ears. What'd you sign up for? All of life is a loyalty test to Jesus Christ. It's a loyalty test to Jesus Christ. Are you loyal to Jesus Christ? Are you loyal to Him with your life? Are you proud of His words? Will you say what He said? When He said what He said, He didn't do it to punish you or to test you. He came and said what He said to set you free, to forgive you of your sins and give you life and liberty. And we says a certain thing about a certain people. You need to listen and pay attention. White people, oh, you, but, you know, God loves everybody. That's fine. God loves everybody. That's fine. Paul was a missionary to a certain group of people. So am I. I know people, they, they spent their whole life in Indonesia, preaching the gospel of Indonesian. Oh, they're racist. They just care about the Indonesians. Nobody says that, do they? It's ridiculous. When you think about it, it's ridiculous. And, and the only people conned by this, well, there's three groups. There's the low IQ people that can't figure this stuff out. They're just low IQ, and they just gobble up whatever's spoon-fed into their brain because they've been told for 35 years you can't be racist or sexist or now homophobic or anti-Semitic since the Second World War. So they're like little robots. Oh, I'm programmed to act and think this way. I can't think any they, and they can't help it. Low IQ people, low IQ. They've never questioned it. And, they, and, and number two, people that know the truth, but they're, they're, they're deceived. There might be three or four people. Number three, cowards. There's a lot of cowardly and unbelieving people out there in the church too. Cowards and unbelieving. Well, I can't say that. Uh, somebody will accuse me of an EEO violation if I if I say what Jesus Christ said. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, there's gold sitting on the table. There's a bar of gold sitting on the table in front of you, and you're gonna leave it and walk away because you're afraid of what these evil people say about you. And it's not what they're saying about you, it's what they're saying about Jesus Christ, the Master. Why are you walking away from bars of gold? Say what Jesus Christ said. 
And then there's the people that really know what's going on, and they use these terms, racist, sexist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, as cudgels to beat the white race and the Christians into submission. And when you submit to them, you're in rebellion against the Almighty God. There's no choice. You can't submit to Satan and the seed of the serpent and the Antichrist and still be in right relationship with Jesus Christ. You can't. You cannot. You cannot submit to evil and yet still say, oh, but I, I serve Jesus Christ. No, you don't. No, you don't. Once you abandon the words of Jesus Christ and walk away from Him, you've created a new religion. That's what happened with the Jews. They said, we don't, they said they didn't like the prophets. They didn't like the law. They didn't like what Moses said. You say, oh, but they still have the Torah. Yeah, I've seen it in their, in their little synagogues, okay? They keep it locked away, and then they'll open up this little thing. They'll show you the, you know, the Ten Commandments, and they close it up at the end. But they're governed by their Talmud. Okay, and, and it's, the Talmud started off as oral traditions. Well, this is how we interpret this. Jesus Christ hated that, and he hated them. Oh, but God loves everybody. Then why is he sending people to hell? Why do most people go to hell if he loves them? Oh, oh, oh. We need some higher IQ people in the pulpits. Well, we just don't want to offend anybody. It's the loving kindness of God that leads to repentance. Yeah, well, maybe the, go, let's go back to the prophets. According to Jesus Christ, according to the Word of God, it's the punishment of God that can drive nations to repent. Go read the prophets. It's the punishment of God that drives nations to repent. The war, the famine, and the pestilence. If they're going to repent at all. It's not giving them what they want. Oh, if I just make you a little bit richer, maybe you'll serve me. Imagine if that was Jesus' thing. We'd have a lot of rich sinners out there, wouldn't we? Well, let's just give you more money and bless you some more, and maybe you'll believe in me. Jesus Christ is not a beggar. He's not a beggar. He's, you talk about the Alpha. He's the dominant Alpha, and he's the judge, and he's a warrior. I, here's something else Just I'm going to throw out there. When he returns again, I, I know there's this idea out there that, oh, everything's going to be paradise, and petals will fall from the tree year-round, and it'll smell like roses, and the grass will be green, and the angels will serve us, and we'll be drinking fine wine and mead and lounging around. Jesus Christ said, hey, I'm going to rule the nations with a rod of iron. I'm going to rule the nations with a rod of iron. Jesus Christ will come and rule the nations with a rod of iron. What does that mean? Have we ever taken a rod of iron and, and hit a clay pole, clay bowl? One of your plates that you've got, one of your porcelain plates, what happens to that plate? Boom, explosion. Take a porcelain bowl and drop it on a, on a, on a concrete slab. What happens? A kaboom. Because splash, it's not just cracked, it's shattered, it's gone. The Bible says he's going to rule the nations with a rod of iron. A rod of iron. We, we've, we, we've created a new religion. I'm telling you, we've created a new religion. That's what the Jews did. Little by little, create a whole new religion. And they're trying to suck the Christians into it. And it's worked. It's worked. Oh, God loves everybody and... And the rapture's going to happen, and you know, people that reject Jesus are somehow God's chosen people. And here I was going to talk about the minor prophets. And I need to warn you about war. The war's here. There's war in Europe. 
and I'm not, you know, I'm not your military expert on, on going on telling you what's going to happen next. I have no idea. All I know is it's trended in a bad direction over the last 12 months, and it has no sign today of, of, of changing. I, I will tell you flat out, your government is lying to you. Oh, you know, you're anti-government. I'm pro-truth. Yeah, over and over again, oh, Russia's on its last legs. Russia's, it, it had devastating losses. Putin has cancer. There's going to be a coup, and there's going to get murdered. Russia's losing. Ukraine's winning. Right? Heard that for the last year. All of a sudden, this last week. Uh, well, actually, uh, there needs to be a, uh, you know, a, a little talk, and we need to figure out some way to negotiate a peace. Boom, just like that. Boom, in a heartbeat. Wow, really? Really? They lie, man. The government lies. They lie to you about the COVID vaccine. Lie, 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 lie. Why do people believe lies? Number one, they reject the truth. They reject Jesus Christ. Once you reject Jesus Christ as a society, you're susceptible to the lies. Number two, once you reject the Holy Scriptures, how are you going to know what's true? How are you going to know what's true? Number three, if you don't have faith in Jesus Christ, are you willing to give your life for the truth? Or are you living for today? Saying, hey man, I'm here today. Uh, there's no afterlife. Let's eat, drink, because tomorrow we die. You know, one of the reasons that, that young men can go to war is they have faith in something greater than themselves. One of the reasons the founding fathers of the United States were able to pledge their lives, their fortune, and their sacred honor is because they had faith in a judgment day that the Almighty would sort this out on the judgment day. Why do you think all the Christian young men could, could fight on both sides of the Civil War? They had faith that there was a judgment day that regardless, it, there, it, it, there's a blame meme out there. It says, duty is ours. The consequences are God's. We've got to do what we've got to do. And, and, and the Almighty will sort it out. Oh, well, that just justifies all kind of brutality. We got, hey, sweetie, listen, we've got brutality everywhere. Start with the abortion in America. There's your brutality, Satan worship. Let's start, and then let's go to the cutting up of these little children. Chopping up their body parts, cutting out body parts of little, seen on the internet, little 10-year-old girls. I, I, I just, I can't even say this. It disturbs me very deeply. You don't think there's judgment awaiting us? You don't think there's judgment awaiting us? Not just in the next life, but in this life here? The country has fallen apart around us. Currency is about to be worthless. Everybody's in debt up to their eyeballs. The rich get richer. The top 1% keeps getting richer. Middle class has gone away in my lifetime, in my own lifetime. And now you teach LGBTQ in, in grade schools? Damn you. In the prophets, there's judgment in time in history. In time and history. And God can even use a wicked nation to do his will. But then he says, now I'm going to come back and judge you. Go read the story of Babylon. He says, yeah, I'm going to use Babylon. I'm going to use Nebuchadnezzar to do my thing. And then I'm going to utterly destroy him and wipe him out. Are we looking at that in the United States of America? I think we are. I don't say that because I'm prognostic prognosticating. I don't, I don't see, you know, it's, I, I'm just, this is what I see in the Holy Scriptures. And also, just as a matter of history, I've, I've, I've written some historical stuff. And if you want to go read about the uh, fate of empires, 
Well, look up GLUB, G-L-U-B-B, Fate of Empires. There's plenty out there. You don't got to be, you know, eating bad pizza and having dreams over overnight to figure this stuff out. It's plain for anybody to read if you can read the English language, if you can read the Holy Scriptures, if you can read anything of history. And now we, we've devolved into a society where they're actively evil against little children. When you're promoting LGBTQ, you're going after the children. Sorry, Jesus Christ was very clear. Hey, it's better if you had a millstone hung around your neck and you'd be cast into the sea than go after these little children. In other words, we need to cut your life short. We need to cut it short now. It'll be better for you now to cut your life short. You don't think that applies to nations? You don't think that applies to the United States of America? It does. You don't think the United States is trying to export this all over the world? LGBTQ everywhere? Oh, these people have rights. Oh, the hell they do. The hell, excuse me for my excitable language. No, they don't. You don't have a right to do that. You do not have a right to do that. Oh, you're in a, you're homophobic. Yeah, fine. I am. Proud of it. Not going to apologize for that. Oh, you just want to kill everybody. <laughs> and the accusations start flowing. You want to know who's killing people? It's the abortionists, and it's the people promoting LGBTQ among school kids. You're destroying kids. You're raping their body and soul. You're devastating them forever. You want to know who's killing people? The synagogue of Satan is. Goes back a long, long time, man. Long, long time. I told you, who was helping the Muslims and invaders of Spain in, in, in the 700s? It was those people that call themselves Jews, but are not, but they're liars or the synagogue of Satan. Who do you think ran uh, uh, Stalin and Lenin's secret police? Butchered and murdered all those Christian Russians. It was people that call themselves Jews, but they're not, but they're the synagogue of Satan. Oh, you're basing your arguments on history now, Fritz. Fine. Cast all that out. Throw all that out. That's why I don't get into history. That's why I don't talk about it. But you won't listen. You won't listen when I tell you the Word of God. I won't tell you. You listen when, you, when, you, when I tell you the Holy Scriptures. I know my listeners listen, and I, they, they agree with me. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have stuck around so long. But I'm flat out telling you. You know, get these Scriptures in the front of your, your friend's face. I had somebody tell me the other day, Oh, but Jesus was a Jew. All the disciples were Jews. And I looked at him. I said, who was the father of Jesus Christ? <laughs> he got the blinking eyes and the head going back and forth. And he's going like, uh. I said, the father of Jesus Christ is God Almighty. He ain't a Jew. And bloodline flows through the male. The father of Jesus Christ is God Almighty. That's where his bloodline comes through. That's where his identity comes from. It's, he's the son of, literally the son of God, the only begotten of the Father. When was he begotten? At his conception by the Holy Spirit through a virgin woman. And right there, it's like, uh, I never thought about that before. Well, that's why you go to bloodandfaith.com and learn a few things. Am I perfect? Do I have it all figured out? No, 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 I don't. But by God, I'm not keeping quiet on this stuff. The United States is owed to come up for what it's done to its children. And God, I pray that this, this, this whole regime falls. Not, and I, both parties are guilty. Sometimes I think, well, I'll, I'll stop there, stop that politics stuff. It's all together. It's all interwoven. And the church is part of the problem. Well, we just, you know, we love God's people. 
Mount Zion is the church. Jerusalem's the church. Well, we're supposed to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. All the apostles did. Everybody that wrote a book in the Bible, all the epistles pray for peace and grace upon the church. Not on the doggone city over there. When the scriptures talk about it, they're saying pray for the peace and grace upon the church of Jesus Christ. Not on the doggone city over here in the Middle East. No. Not for the people that reject Jesus Christ. No, you don't pray for the peace of those who reject the gospel of Jesus Christ. You do not pray for the peace of them. You don't. Jesus Christ was very clear. When you go into a city and they reject you, leave. Knock the dust off the soles of your feet and walk away and leave. The, you, you know, that, that's it. That's, it. that's your choice. That's your choice. Bye. Bye-bye. Why is the church still knocking on a door that's been closed? Oh, because they, I tell you why, because they want to be friends with the world. They've been deceived and they're cowardly. There's a great deception. I will agree with that. There's a great deception. It's a great deception in, in the church, the evangelical church. And they're all afraid. They're terrified if somebody's going to call them a Nazi or a Hitler or a racist or, or homophobic or anti-Semitic. Oh, we're not that. We're good little Christians. Yeah, and, that, and so the whole thing's worked. You've been driven by the cudgels of Satan and the synagogue of Satan into a position that's untenable. And you become their slave. And you won't stand up and, and say what Jesus Christ... You will not stand up and say what Jesus Christ said. I know. I know. You found some scripture way back, you know, God knows where. And said, so, well, this proves it. No, no. Guess what? Jesus Christ can interpret scripture better than you and I can. You know how Jesus Christ interprets all those scriptures? Revelation 2.9 and Revelation 3.9. Matthew 8.44. Matthew 23, 15, Matthew 23, 33. And on, and on, and on, and on. Jesus Christ is interpreting them for you. He's already told you what the truth is. You know what Jerusalem is? You know what Mount Zion is? You know what his holy people are? They're those in Jesus Christ. Don't you ever dare think anything different. Don't you ever dare think anything different. And when when you read in, in the in the prophets and the law of the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Moses and David worshipped Jesus Christ. Oh, but he wasn't born yet. I know. You got a problem just like the Jews did with Jesus Christ, don't you? Before Abraham was born, I am. And they picked up stones to stone him. They knew exactly what Jesus Christ Jesus Christ was very clear what he was saying. He didn't hide it. It wasn't a mystery. I and the Father are one. John 10, 30. I and the Father are one. John 10. 30. What happens? Oh, well, this, 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 we got to steal him. we gotta, we got to kill him. <laughs> the patriarchs worship Jesus Christ. He's the exact image and representation of God the Father. Exactly. All, in Jesus Christ, the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. His disciples said, Lord, show us the Father. He looks back at him. He says, you've seen me. You've seen the Father. Church is like, what? It's all right there. Church won't stand up for that because you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna catch hell. Yeah, you are. You're gonna catch hell. Well, that little synagogue's gonna come after you. All right. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.